This episode of Gwinnett History Back in the Day is brought to you by Gwinnett Magazine's Guide to Gwinnett. Hey guys, welcome back to Gwinnett History Back in the Day. I'm your host, Nathan McGill, and we are continuing our series on Gwinnett's cities, city history. And we're looking at a couple of things. We're looking at um, uh, information about the cities that you can find in Gwinnett Magazine's Guide to Gwinnett. And we are also talking about history that we find on their websites, on the city sites, on the government sites, approved history that's been used. Um, That way we're not trusting any kind of third-party research here, not for these episodes. Um, Of course, you can check out all of our episodes here. Um, Go to the All Episodes tab and you will find stories from all across Gwinnett County and all different parts of our histories from the early, early origins all the way up until a couple weeks ago. So that's kind of like what we cover. We cover everything here on the History Podcast. Today, we're talking about Duluth. Have you been to Duluth lately? Don't miss out. Gwinnett's third largest city, population 28,500 plus, is on list after list of great places to live and visit. Duluth was ranked in the top 25 places to visit in Georgia by Vacation Idea Magazine and one of the top 10 most beautiful towns in Georgia by Culture Trip and number four in the 10 best Atlanta suburbs by Movoto. The city that once boasted of three cotton gins, 10 cotton buyers, several warehouses, Three mule trading barns and three blacksmith shops is today a thriving community with outstanding quality of life. While committed to keeping its old town pride, Duluth has developed its Town Green and Parsons Alley, another award-winning development, area into a hub of shopping, dining, and entertainment. Duluth is known for some of the area's most popular events, including the Duluth Fall Festival, Fridays in Duluth, Howl on the Green, and its annual July 3rd celebration. With sidewalks and bikeways that connect all areas of the city, Duluth is an active community where residents enjoy everything from food truck Fridays to yoga on the green. Duluth leaders are committed to offering residents the best of big city amenities, coupled with small town ambience. In the early 1800s, there was no known white settlers in the area now known as Duluth, Georgia. This was then a part of Cherokee Indian Territory. In 1818, Gwinnett County was created by an act of the General Assembly of Georgia, and the area was open to settlers. At the time that Evan Howell came to the area, there was only one road opened in that section. This was the Peachtree Road, an offshoot of Old Indian Trail that ran along the bridge south of the Chattahoochee River. It had been surveyed and constructed during the War of 1812 and connected Fort Daniel with the fort at Standing Peachtree, 30 miles down the river. Peachtree Road is still the most famous road in Georgia. And as we're talking about roads, just a little bit of a sidetrack, go check out our history podcast on where our road names come from. You'll find that uh, in History Season 2. Pretty cool. So anyway... He realized that more roads were needed in order to develop the area, so he obtained permission in February of 1833 to construct a road from the Chattahoochee River across his land to intersect Peachtree Road. The intersection became known as Howell's Cross Road and was known by this name for 40 years. 
Duluth has been an important crossroads to the area since the Cherokee Indians first settled here. In 1821, Evan Howell, Duluth's forefather, developed the town of Howell Crossing, which later evolved into a major artery for the railroad. With the visionary acumen of his grandson, Evan P. Howell, changes were on the horizon in 1873. The opportunity to build and link a railway system from north to south was about to unfold. Representative J. Proctor Knott delivered a speech to the United States House of Representatives entitled The Glory of Duluth. The pitch of his presentation weighed heavily with Congress, and consequently a bill to finance the building of the railroad from Howell Crossing to Duluth, Minnesota, was enacted. Grateful for the opportunity to build on a vision, Howell deemed it appropriate to rename the city to Duluth. Pretty interesting, huh? Howell ran his own plantation in cotton gin by ferry and became the town's first merchant. There are no descendants with the Howell name currently in Duluth. However, he was a great-grandfather of the late Jack and Calvin Parsons, and other descendants became publishers of the Atlanta Constitution. Guys, go check out Duluth today. Walk around the streets, both the historical ones and maybe the new stuff. Check it out. While you do, you can listen to more podcasts here on Gwinnett History Back in the Day, brought to you by Gwinnett Magazine's Guide to Gwinnett. Hope you guys have a good day. This episode of Gwinnett History Back in the Day was produced by me, Nathan McGill, with engineering assistance from Wade Greer. Make sure that you subscribe to Gwinnett History Back in the Day on Apple, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are free so you never miss an episode. This podcast is brought to you by Gwinnett Magazine's Guide to Gwinnett. Do you want to know where to go, what to do, when it starts, who to ask, what to buy, or how to help in Gwinnett County, Georgia? Well, join the thousands of other Gwinnettians who have already discovered the Guide to Gwinnett. Visit guidetogwinnett.com and get a free listing for your business. Check out all the marketing platforms for your business from Gwinnett Magazine, Gwinnett's definitive publisher of magazines, newsletters, and podcasts for over 20 years and counting. 